Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a Brawl Network production. You're listening to the Giants Brawl Podcast. Listen, look, we gotta rush him, we gotta kick the what we gotta do to sit in and get the off right, let's go! They are New York, and they are here to talk Giants football. Here is Mike Trainer and Jay Jules. Hey, what's up, Giants fam? Welcome to the one and only Giants Brawl podcast. I'm Mike Trainer. I'm with Jules and John this week. Guys, before we get into this crazy NFL free agency and all the hate that I'm getting on fucking Twitter, I mean, Jesus Christ, you guys are fucking maniacs. How was your uh, How was your weekend, fellas? Uh, weekend wasn't bad. You know, I, I actually uh, did, did a baseball draft on, on Friday night, keep the league, you know, I was going through that. And then uh, looked up at one of the TVs because, you know, I was up in Westchester, so I wasn't used to the fact that up there you guys can actually sit at a bar. <laughs> yeah. right? I, I, I haven't done anything remotely close to that over a year where I can actually sit down at the bar and have a drink. Granted, everybody's spaced out, but, you know, it, I, like being here in New York City, man, we're lucky we could even get into a place, let alone having, a, a you know, a drink at the bar. So that was kind of a cool experience. And then I look up and I see, oh, shit, I forgot. Rick Pitino coaches Iona College in the Rochelle right now. <laughs> and they're going to the dance. And I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. I'm like, Rick Pitino, really? <laughs> Man, how did that dude fucking falling? But, you know, a good for Iona. They're a local school by us when we grew up. So that was kind of cool, you know. Rick but Pitino, uh, that, was, that was kind of the weekend for the most part. A little bit of drinking and that type of stuff and watching who got into the tournament and then, Waiting for Monday to open up with this whole free agency shit. But, uh, John, how was your weekend, man? Uh, weekend wasn't bad. I actually just got back like an hour ago from a little trip upstate, a little snowboarding trip to Wyndham. Oh, nice. nice. Um, it was nice to be away. I mean, there was Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi was pretty shitty. And by the sounds of it, Mike, it sounds like it was good that I wasn't able to get on Twitter and really <laughs> do too much uh, conversating with our You, you might have got banged or locked out or something, bro. If you would have been on that <laughs> last night for real, right? It was a couple yeah. times I had to look at my phone on a couple times. I'm like, do I really want to respond to this? Or should I just go easy. <laughs> John, you're, you're lucky. You probably would have been in jail this morning. Me and Jules would have had to bail you out. You would have lost your <laughs> fucking mind last night. Yeah, dude. It went, it went a little – people went a little, little too over the top with some of the whole – signings and, and lack of there and all this kind of shit where things kind of, I think at this point have settled down to a certain extent, even though I you know, have a few fucking things that I, that I want to kind of like talk about and critique for sure. But I guess currently where we sit, 
you know, considering that free agency doesn't even officially open until tomorrow, March 17th at 4 p.m., right? So right now, all these signings everybody's hearing about is either internal through their teams or they had to contact their agent and the agent's the one that was contacting and setting up these deals for these players. So slow down. There's still a lot of time left before anything fucking has to go. But Mike, I, I like, yeah. you got to tell us how fucking ridiculous some of this shit was, man. It was pretty crazy. I mean, it started off like kind of bad. Like, you know, I go against, you know, I'm on, I'm responsible for a Giants bro for the most part for all the tweets. So I tweet out a bunch of like my love for Dave Gettleman because it's funny because I get the hate from people that don't like Dave Gettleman. And there's always this fucking one dude, Ian. Ian, I'm talking about you, man. He always at Giants Brawl for every little thing that has anything derogatory to say about Dave Gettleman. Where I'm at the point where I just make shit up. Like, I make up <laughs> random facts and I go and I just tell him, like, no, you know, it was actually Jerry Reese's fault. He was the one that came back in 2019 and drafted a bunch of guys and messed up, you know. So I just I just give him random shit. And he, he tweeted back, like, you know, he's like, oh, Giants Brawl. They don't know facts or some bullshit like that. But so we, we just started talking about your shit. So I said, listen, I bet the Giants will win about double digit, double digit games next year. So like we're playing 17 games, most likely. If we go oh, 10 so and wait, 7. next year, Mike, 2022, right? Not, not yeah. this year, 2021. All right. I might be out. No, no, it. no. This year coming up. 2021. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. I'm just fucking around. Right. <laughs> so like, it's not a combined <laughs> two years, Jules. You know what I mean? We're oh, damn, dude. Games. All right. Only because I was definitely in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you would be. We're definitely going to win 10 games. That's what I think anyway. So, Ian, like, like, let's have it like a little charity. Let's donate to charity with whoever wins the bet. So he's like $100. If I lose, if he wins, which means the Giants won't win ten games, and he's a Giant fan, so I don't know why he's why he's betting this. So he's like a hundred dollars for autism awareness. I'm like, all right, I'm in, you know. So I'll go in for you know a hundred dollars for cancer awareness, right? So now this other guy, you know, jumps in, Chris McGuire, and he comes back. I tell you, he needs to be like a statistician or something because. He every time I say something, he'll come back out with, like with actual stats and like you know prove me wrong, even though I'm just making shit up to this guy in about fucking Gettleman and shit. For the most part, he proved me wrong on some other shit, but I don't want to talk about that. He did get me, but like he wants in too. So I'm like, all right, let me talk to you guys to see if you guys want to put up the you know any money like on my side. Hopefully not their side. So I know John, you're gonna match. So that'll be. 200 bucks for, for either autism awareness or, you know, to, for cancer research. So at least 100%. like, at least, at least some good comes out of all like the bitching and shit going on Twitter. But what happened last night was just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> People were fucking panicking last night. Like everybody <laughs> needs to fucking calm down and take an edible and just chill for an hour, man. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you said that because I even tweeted to some dude and I was like, bro, listen. And I use one of the old, those old like school type of sayings where I'm like, just take a chill pill, man. Like, yo, free agency hasn't even started yet. <laughs> and like, it, like a half hour later, dude's come back and he's like, you take a chill pill. And he just starts like unloading again. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude, man? Like, when I started like looking shit over again, and I'm like, all right, well, what'd you expect? I mean, yes, Dalvin Thompson, Thomason had to leave, but who cares? Like, we, we knew that there was a very, very, very small chance that we were going to end up keeping Leonard Williams and Dalvin Thomason, right? That just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't a reality. You know, I want to get into a little bit more about that later where it, it's not the worst move in the world. They felt like Leonard Williams is more the corner piece. And that's how you go. But it was like, oh, man, we didn't do shit. And then we get 
And by the way, this is going to be my new nickname for him, Devontae Book. I'm calling him Booker T. Remember the old school wrestler from back in the day? Bro, that's all yeah. I can think about. I'm like, Booker fucking T, bro. Book that shit. That's his nickname. <laughs> that's, his, that's his nickname for the rest of the season. Fucking Booker T's back in the Barkley. That's it. I think Booker T might do a better job. But that's another thing to talk about a little later on. But yeah, man, just like just crazy, just nonsense of people like, I want to do is like, I'm, I'm deleting my Twitter account. I'm not a Giants fan anymore. All this shit. And then later on, I saw him this morning as if like he might have been really wrecked and like had an epitome and was like, well, you know, maybe if I wait a little bit longer and see what they do. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? He woke up the, from the hangover. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then to see like other people, like especially through the Broad Network, saying that it wasn't even just like the Giants community. It was like just people losing their shit like everywhere last night. So I don't know if it's just that built up COVID tension and the weather wasn't okay. as great as it was the week before. And everybody's just kind of like, oh my God, I need my football. Ah! I don't know, man. But that shit was definitely, definitely, definitely out of control. <laughs> people are losing their fucking minds. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's why I got something to be back. I'm like, free agency officially starts March 17th. At 4 p.m. <laughs> like, chill, man. What are we doing? Oh, well, look at Tampa. They got the same team again. I'm like, no, they don't. They're, they're missing a couple of players, too. We, you know, they haven't signed Leonard Fournette. The other guys, you know, let's see. Antonio Brown's not signed. I mean, you know, relax. <laughs> really relax. So, yeah, John, you probably would have fucking, you probably would have lost your shit, man. <laughs> I just think the funniest thing, bro, because I, I, I here and there, you know, I you know a four hour ride coming home, four, almost five hour ride coming home, a half hour to drive myself, but um, you know, glance here and glance there, and it's just hysterical that last last off season, during the process of the off season, everybody was talking shit about Gettleman. Oh, you can't get Byron Jones. He fucking sun you went down to Miami. You couldn't get fucking um, Corey Littleton. Whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden, all those all those moves, Bradbury, Martinez. Logan Ryan, they all came up aces, every single one of them. And all of a sudden, it was because of Joe Judge that we had those players. It was Joe, Joe Judge that made all the good moves. Now, before yeah. the, the, the really the opening fucking opening of free agency, like you said, is, to, is tomorrow. You know, we're still 16 hours away, whatever the, whatever the fucking number is, or 20 hours away, whatever it is. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, we're not even there yet. And people are acting like it's fucking September 10th already. Like, <laughs> we have so much time to go. There's so many moves that can be made. And it's just, it's just I mean, obviously, we, we all know it's, you know, microwave society. Nobody has any fucking patience. It's instant, instant gratification. But, nope. I mean, can we at least use, like, the calendar? Can we just be patient with that at least? Like, come on, guys. Uh, yeah, such microwave, said that. microwave society, he says. Microwave society. No, it was not. That's the title. That's the title of the show right now. That's it. We, yeah, we're already saying it. We don't know why a couple minutes in, but uh, no, man, it's funny you say that because literally you would have thought the Giants started off the season 0 4 or something. And that people were losing their shit a month into the season. You know, after we made, we went to the NFL draft, free agency starred. You know, they had Campbell and shit. We, we were all in four. And then it was like, all right, let's lynch Dave Gellman. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, fuck it. I'm down with that. But <laughs> that wasn't even close to being the case. I mean, and then I think a lot of reality just kind of set in today where you don't, you know, the, there's still a couple of big name receivers out there. There's still a couple of big name edge guys. You know, I don't know if that's the route we're going to go, but, you know, as far as the edge is concerned. But they're definitely still out there. And then, what was it, around like midday, 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock, somewhere around that time, Leonard Williams' deal comes out that the whole contract was restructured, which makes a hell of a lot of sense. That's now, fucking awesome. You know, sorry? 
That's, that's fucking awesome. God, I'm oh, sorry. yeah, I'm man. Absolutely. But, you know, at least now, you know, we free up $8 million against the salary cap this year. Actually, not a bad deal. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, you know, guaranteed money with 45 mil. But you know what? He waived any of his grievances from the previous two seasons for, for when we, you know, we, saw, we uh, traded and tagged him. So, you know, it, it worked out. It really did. Like, we, we you know, we, we have to look at that as a win. And it does free up some more money. But Jules, his base cap, his base salary is three point five, and his cap hit for this year is eleven million. Right. That's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a win, dude. That's right a there. fucking win. Like you can't, you know what I mean? Once that happened, I think people had to kind of take a, a breath and breathe for a minute, you know, because now it's like, wait a minute. Well, we cut Zeidler. That that freed up about ten. You know, we had cap space already. You know, you freed up another eight million here with the biggest sign that you were going to have for this year, right? Because I doubt that you know Kenny Galladay or any of those other guys are going to come in at a higher price, at least not right. against. You're not going to restructure in one way or another. You know, you look at it, you're like, okay, good. The problem is that, in my opinion, and this is where you guys are going to go off, and I know you love this shit, but I, I think that he, put, that Dave Gettleman, put himself on thin ice a little bit with with some of the way the last like 24, 48 hours or so has gone down. And it's going to be, like, looked at through a microscope <laughs> from now until the draft. And that's the only thing I'm nervous about because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to be able to go out and sign someone, some of these receivers or edge or whatnot. So I'm going to stop there for a minute. You know, here's some thoughts. So maybe you guys can calm me down. <laughs> it's early. It's, it's, it's early. There's so many different moves that could be made. That we, we have – the only evidence we have of the relationship between Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge – as far as not what they say in press conferences before people fucking flip out, but their actual interactions with what it did for the for the New York Football Giants is flying colors, aces across the board. So at first it didn't look like that last season, last off season it was all still question marks. Same way that everybody's flipping out now, they were flipping out them, and it ended up working out magically. So let's well maybe magically strong, but they you know all those signings look awesome. Even even by the end. Halfway through the season, Andrew Thomas turned around. He looked like he was a you know a, a legit fucking left tackle, and you know he's only going to progress. And Nick Gates and guys like that. So, yeah. you know that last offseason worked out really, really well. We still have there's still a lot of receivers that are on the market that we could sign. We still have the draft. There's there's a lot that could happen from now. <laughs> you, you see, Adam, you, I don't mean to cut it here and jump in one more time because I just said I wanted to hear from both of you guys. But see that that's where the thin ice and the concern is coming. Are there really a lot of wide receivers still out there on the market? Because I don't think so. <laughs> there's a couple of big names. There's a few. Sure. Out there that exactly. There's a couple. I, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say a number one type guy. Well. That's that's what I'm kind of worried about. So if it's not Galladay, is it Juju? And there's a Juju connection. I know some people out there that listen to the show really watch Juju on the team. There is a connection right there. Uh, Barkley's agent is also Juju's agent. So that's kind of something mean, right man. there. That's, that's nah, a link. That is a link. Also, also today, Alan Robinson tweeted at Leonard Williams saying, you get your money, you get your bags. So Alan Robinson, even though he got franchise tagged by the Bears, is there a trade maybe to come to the Giants? I don't know. I'm just fucking speculating. But anyway, getting back to like the whole like Gettleman thing. Like, I mean, I love Gettleman. You know, you know, you guys, you know, I do. I love him. But it's it's just not him. It's a team effort, like in there. It's it's it is Joe Judge would influence in there. It's his coaching staff would influence. It's Kevin Abrams' influence over there. It's a team effort. So it's not just one fucking guy. So you know, to 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 get the Leonard Williams done, like huge. 
I mean, people on you know social media today was like, you know, rescind the tag, trade them. They're all fucking paranoid. I mean, <laughs> they fucking do. like yo, yo, yeah. Yeah, before out. like when the first Hold report the came bridge. out that. We were struggling to make a deal. It was like, yo, the world was closing in on everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you got to jump off the GW because the world is closing in? Like, come on, man, relax. It's only like fucking like 30 hours from the opening. Like, you know, like, relax. Like, it's not Seriously. stopping. Yo, the media puts such a spin, like, because, you know, they love to fucking chime in and get those clicks. They were fucking spinning like, oh, Leonard Williams holding the team hostage. They can't get any other deals <laughs> done because of it. I'm like, and people really believe that shit. They all yeah. bought it. All fucking yeah. social media bought it. They kept repeating that. Went nuts. I'm like, don't, don't fall for that bullshit. You know what we're capable of. Like, don't listen to the media people where all they want this is that clickbait money. Fuck them. Yeah, no, for real, for real, seriously. And then look, you know what? They they also because we we left out a big name. You know, we we must we left out Tomlinson where that was a big thing too. Everyone's like, oh. Dave Gettleman drops the ball again. He lets Tomlinson go and all these different things and like different tweets and like, oh, that's a done move. The Packers were willing to make a trade for him last year. And it's like, dude, are you serious? Like, first of all, yes, we still were in a fucking playoff contention down to the last game. So we should just throw away one of our better defensive line guys because we're like, ah, fuck it. The Packers might give us a third round pick. And let's face it, right? Because what better would it have been? You think we would have got a second? Hell fucking no. No way. So it would have been a third or a fourth if we were lucky, right? Meanwhile, dudes were losing their shit over a third-round pick last year. Now, all of a sudden, you would throw away a defensive tackle for a third-round Like, I can't. I can't with people, bro. It's ridiculous. Right? You know, it wasn't good for Dalvin Tomlinson. Like, yo, he's He got a good contract. He got paid, right? The dude got paid. Unfortunately, we couldn't figure that out for him this year. He went to Minnesota. They're trying to rebuild that front line for themselves. So, you know, it's a great fit. Like, you know, he's a hometown guy. And, look, you never know. Sometimes these dudes kind of circle back. Well, you know what? It was the best thing that could have happened to them, right? And you just got to be happy for them that we couldn't keep them home. I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. D-line is our deep okay. position, so. I know. Yeah. And that's what people forget. Like, you got to start remembering some of the names that we have. You know, we, we, we just went back and signed Austin Johnson for, for another three mil for this year, right? You know, which is, you know, it's fine. It's more, that's a depth move. I get that it. Is. But you have Dexter Lawrence. You have B.J. Hill. You even have McIntosh that's still on the team. Like, Can you, I talk about that for a second? He's got to step up, man. That, you know, especially Dexter Lawrence. Like, he's the next one in line. That's a Gettleman guy, too. So, there you go, right? You know, these dudes are going to be the ones that got to fill in that, that gap for this year. And and it's on them. I think that RJ McIntosh, I think the coaching staff has plans for him. Um, he was the only guy on the team that was he he had a jersey. Or he he was like stashed basically on the active roster, but didn't get jersey a jersey every week, and they wouldn't put him on the practice squad because they didn't want to risk losing him the whole season. But he barely played at all. I think they thought that maybe they have something in him, wanted to further develop him, and knew that maybe Dalvin Tomlinson can be replaced by him. And, you know, at least have an adequate job. I'm not saying he's going to be Dalvin Tomlinson, but, you know, if he could be 90% of Dalvin Tomlinson, 85% of Dalvin Tomlinson, and some of the other guys around them step up, then you're going to match the same production, and that's ultimately what you're looking for. Maybe not next year, John, but maybe, like, the year after. I could see, like, B.J. Hill stepping in that position with, with Austin, you know, Johnson. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, I think you're right, though. That's exactly why they didn't fucking, you know, put him and risk losing him on the practice squad. 100%. Yeah, maybe they want to show them, show their show their card and left them left them uh, kind of you know warming the bench. But I, I don't know, man. I, I just I I feel like last season the coaching staff gave us such confidence 
that just because the season's over and we haven't seen a game in three months doesn't mean that we should lose all confidence in what they know and what they're what they're doing. You know, the, the, you know, I know the record was the was the record. We could go through all that stuff and the games they should have won by one play and all that stuff. But we watched we watched a football team that progressed from uh, nineteen to twenty. And there's really no reason for us to think for a single second that we're not going to progress from 20 to 21. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, they, they'll definitely be progressing. There'll be guys that'll step up, guys that'll mature, guys that needed another, you know, needed a season like last year to kind of develop a little further, and they'll have some more OTA and, and training camp, and maybe even some preseason this year. That'll definitely help them even progress even further. You know, and, and that's literally what it becomes, right? It's, it's usually the next guy up, right? We just got to hope that one of those four guys that we mentioned can, like you said, which is pretty pretty accurate, be be 85% or 90% of what Tomlinson was. And some of these other guys are just, you know, maybe 10 or 20% better than what they were last season, right? And then that just makes it overall better unit. You know what I mean? Like, And, and there's going to be, there's going to still be a lot of falling out. Like, look, there's no guarantee that we're done in free agency from a defensive perspective. Right. I mean, there are still some guys out there. I don't know if we're going to go that route. It would put a hell of a lot of pressure on the draft, but it's a possibility. Yeah. And I, I don't know. You know and, and with that, but the, the reason why I mentioned earlier and said that, you know, your boy Gettleman's on thin ice is because everybody knows the primary focus is wide receiver. Okay. And that right now, I guess the big three names are going to be Galladay. Juju, and then you're going to put Curtis Samuel up there. And I hate it because if he does bring in a Curtis Samuel, I almost would feel like that's more not not so much because, you know, we couldn't get the money right with the other two guys, but it's more of a, oh, well, you know, if I'm going to go spend $14 million on one of these other receivers, I might as well bring in a guy that I drafted for 12 and show you that this guy is deserved to be drafted when I draft him because he does get like that a little bit, your boy Gettleman, all right? And that's where I, I start to get oh, like, kind of concerned. Media. You know, because it's media narrative, dude. It's media narrative. Oh, it's man. media narrative. Jules, a little bit, though. With the whole, he made it a point to make sure that Leonard Williams stayed on this team no matter what. He did. He went out of his way to make that a point because he caught a lot of shit for doing it. So, like, there is that little ego in the back of his mind. Now, maybe, maybe he shot his load that he got Williams, right? So he's kind of like, ah, I'm done. You know, and he doesn't need to do that shit with a Curtis Samuel. <laughs> All right? But I was just saying. These guys are all in a room together, virtual or not, and they're all having conversations about what players they want. I There's no chance on the planet that Gettleman's in the room by himself saying, we need to keep this player, when all the coaches and anybody else in the front office is saying, no, we can't do that. I, he's, he's not selling, I need to save face, so let's re-silent Williams. The coaching staff wants him. The coaching staff didn't think that Dobbin Tomlin was worth it. And if the coaching staff... They hired that that new guy. I, I can't think of his name. I should have wrote it down. Uh, but he was on Detroit. He was in Detroit's front office. So we're gonna have a really good insight as to yeah, a good insight as to you know who Cal, Ken, uh, Kenny Galladay is. And if we sign him, you'll know that that's one of the reasons why. And if we don't sign him, you also know that that's one of the reasons why is because they have some inside knowledge of who he is inside of a locker room. Um, but I don't. It's it's all team effort, man. It's all fucking team effort. Look back at 2018 and 2019 before Joe Judge got here. Look how many players came from the teams that their coaching staff were on. All those Arizona Cardinals, all NFC West players like Alec Ogletree, fucking Pat Shermer's guys. They were they 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 were guys from teams that they already played for that they played for that they wanted for their scheme. And Gelman went out and got them. 
It wasn't. There was no shot in the world that fucking Gelman was forcing Antoine Buffet down James Betcher's throat. How was that conversation? And and there was. I was like, listen, this guy knows my scheme. He's gonna help us out. Let's get him in here. So get him and sign him. No, it's I get that. No, the point I was making was just that that's more of. You know, because he literally was under fire, fire from Leonard Williams, right? Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Leonard Williams, those three guys, despite everything else with Bradbury, Martinez, whatever, those three guys are going to be held under a friggin' microscope this year so much that that's all they're going to look at. I mean, could you imagine if Daniel Jones starts off the season like having like a horrible game of like 150 yards, maybe throws a touchdown, two interceptions? Forget it, dude. Like the, the shit's gonna like forget. They're gonna you're gonna see like a lynch mob outside the fucking the Meadowlands, and they're not even gonna be mad at Jones. They're gonna go after Gettleman. You know what I mean? Because that's what he's held to. So that's why, you know, they know the picks they are. Like a guy like Martinez and Bradbury, that shit gets overlooked because it, it was like it was like a it felt like a nothing type signing, and then these guys were that impactful. But it's like yeah, it doesn't matter. You didn't go out of your way to get these guys, right? And if anything. The way that they played and performed, it almost seems like we got them on a discount, which we didn't, but, you know, because we still paid them, but it feels like that, right? And now you look at this one. This is your baby right here. Oh, Leonard Williams. I'm not letting this motherfucker go. You know, people kind of bash Curtis Samuel. Same shit, man, where they're just like, oh, you reached for him. You weren't giving Cam any help. You know, what you did to Steve Smith, all the fucking bullshit, bro, that they keep coming at you. So that's where there's a problem because, look, let's play – let's just play a quick doomsday scenario, right? Let's just say – we don't get any of those three guys. And I think I kind of pigeonhole us to have to get a wide receiver at 11. I mean, come on, seriously. I mean, let, let's just say, let's just say, no, you know, Juju goes so. to fucking Juju goes to the Jets and the Jets are like, yo, we're making a wide receiver course sick. And Galladay ends up in Miami and Curtis Samuel fucking signs with Jacksonville, wow. let's say. We get you know no what I'm trying to say? All right. And, you know, that's, listen, it's, it's not that far fetched. And I'm sure one or two other teams could kind of creep up and do something. Maybe the Raiders or some shit, right? But, and now we're at that 11 pick, not having a true wide receiver, because all we got is fucking John Ross, and I'll get into him in a minute. <laughs> and we got Booker T signed, all right? That's the offensive weapons we provided. We got okay? to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> all right. And like we're sitting at 11, bro. Don't you think that puts us in a horrible position with that 11 pick? That's that's why I don't. That's why I think we get a Kenny Galladay. I, that's the exact reason so. you're saying the exact points you're saying. That's why I think we go and get him. And the wide receiver receiver market is not on fire right now. I think we're gonna get Galladay <laughs> no, for like. <laughs> I think we might get Galladay for like twelve million. You know, something like you know maybe you know five million dollar against the cap or whatever. I think we're gonna get him on a sweet deal. That's what I believe. That's what I think. I told bro, I said it when free agency first or free agency, excuse me, when the offseason first started. Gettleman preaches that he uses free agency to fill the fill the holes in the roster, and then that way he can go into the draft and take the best player available. So I just I, unless Joe Judge believes that he's got the talent on the team now, they're going to sign a wide receiver, a bigger <laughs> bigger name wide receiver. <laughs> Yo, listen, the way the draft is going too. remember, we mentioned this on the fucking brawl, like, uh, you know, weeks ago, maybe even a couple months ago, that the first like, you know, seven picks were going to have like all the quarterbacks going to go and the Giants going to have the pick of the litter. Adam Schefter came out and say, you could put this to the bank that four out of the top five or six picks will all be quarterbacks. He said, take that to the fucking bank. So if you want to fucking bet draft brings it fucking now's the time. Bet what Adam Schefter says, because he always fucking calls it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, but come on, we're gonna have a pick, man. I mean, we're gonna have a fucking nice. We're gonna have a nice player, number eleven. Well, let, let me just finish with that. Then we'll get into like what you could do with the draft case because that was part of the bet from last week, and I don't think it's changed much as of today. However, the, here's the thing, right? So let's just say we're in that position, right? And and Chase goes and Devontae Smith goes, right? And everybody wants uh, Waddle right there, Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle. He's the same fucking player as John Ross. There's no difference. There's speed. They take off. They run down the field. It's fucking John Ross walking 2.0 with that pick. And now right, we're so going to have two guys with that, and we're going to have Slade. Why not? Why not? What are we, we going to go Why? back to playing football when you used to play in the street and just be like, just run oh, straight deep. down the field. I'm just going to throw that shit deep, bro. And like Daniel Jones just, just fucking lie 15 yards back, dude, and then drop back another 10 yards, all right? And dude, just keep that shit it? downfield. Like, come what's, on, man. What's wrong, what's wrong with having oh, two fucking guys that go fucking deep and spread <laughs> the fucking defense? Come on, man. Why you not? You John Madden where you just put the fastest dudes out there and you just fucking tell them run streaks and they're going to beat somebody at some point because they'll be one-on-one. Like, you don't work like that, man. Isn't that what the Chiefs did? <laughs> Isn't that what the Chiefs did? Uh, they got, well, they got a guy like Kelsey that fucking cr- cuts it up over the middle, and then, you know, they, they they do some other shit. But, yeah, I mean, come on. We would have Saquon cutting it up over the middle. I'll take yeah. Saquon. <laughs> yo, yo, imagine, imagine we do sign Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay, right, on the All outside. right, now we're talking. Right, Barkley's back, right? John Ross, man, on the inside, beating safeties and fucking linebackers all day. Then you have Evan Ingram mismatch all fucking day with Evan Ingram. If Lawrence catches a fucking ball. Then you have Slayton on the outside. And don't forget about Shep. I have a personal feeling that Shep might get traded, but that's just kind of me. Like, I hope he doesn't because I love the fucking guy. But, dude, that's a that's a sick, pretty squad if you go that route, man. Well, listen, like I said, you get Corey, you get, you get, you get Galladay in there. And I am absolutely okay with it. But the one thing I got to just kind of come back to you with is that you said we might be able to get him for like 12, 13 mil. Mm-hmm. Doubt it. Doubt it. All right. And, and I'm going to tell you why Belichick fucked that one up for us. All right. Because if Nelson Aguilar signed for fucking 13 mil a year, ain't no fucking chance in hell Kenny Gallagher is going to do that shit. He's going to be like, bro, you got to at least give me 14. <laughs> I'm not going to be Corey Davis making less than fucking Nelson Aguilar who can't catch the fucking football. All right, Jules, you got me. Thinking. You got me. Yo, okay. Yo, <laughs> yo, it's the only thing that like it saved Belichick was the fact that he went and got Hunter Henry. I think he realized it. He was like, oh, I fucked yeah. up with Nelson Aguilar. I was like, yeah, dude. What do you think these receivers are going to go for like 20 million each? Like, you're like, I'm just giving this dude 13 and I'm good that he sees the Jets turn around in this division and sign fucking Corey Davis who's better for 11 and a half and it's like right. 11 oh, and a half no. alright I'm gonna get Hunter Henry I'm just gonna send Nelson Aguilar deep you see now when you do that kind of shit aha alright now you got the two tight ends you yeah. know listen we, we get pits and we can we can do something similar like that then these streaking guys down the sidelines are nice but <laughs> Cam Newton know, yeah. got weapons shit man fuck Daniel Jones Cam Newton got fucking weapons up there yeah, for real, dude. Like, yo, and they revamped that defense. They had guys that held out for COVID that are back next year. Yo, Belichick took one look at the division and said, this is bullshit. He goes, that dick Tom Brady went ahead and won the Super That's Bowl. It. Thinks he's going to win it. another one now, right? He's, he's like, tight. I got the fucking Buffalo Bills thinking they're the he's best tight. team in the AFC East. He's like, and now the Jets might be getting better? He's like, nah, fuck Jules, this. Open Jules, up he, the goddamn paybook. We're fucking paying people. <laughs> Jules, he don't give a fuck about any of that besides the Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. That's the oh only thing. Like, he's so fucking tight. He's like, yo, we're spending everything. We're getting everybody up here. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, to me, giving John Ross two and a half mil though for the year. I mean, look, we still have we still have fucking Dante Pettis. 
I mean, we still have those kind of guys. Like, what the fuck you need more for? I mean, what, like, what? I guess he fills Cody Core's shoes. I, I don't know, but we were so happy that we cut him and freed up the two million yeah. to just give it the fucking job, Ross. Like, that's what this the, the, the shit that wasn't making sense. And then you turn around and you sign Booker T. Fine, yes, we did need a backup running back. It's good to have a veteran there. Understood. I'm not even going to argue those points. But we signed Deion Lewis, who was coming in as a little with more higher expectation and praise. And we only gave him 1.5. Who the fuck are we paying Booker T for for that shit? Is he going to go wrestle or some shit? Like, if he does a couple of moves on the sideline or something for us, he's all in. <laughs> John, you want to talk about one of these two guys that do <laughs> I mean, I, I told I, you guys I'm, I was I gonna, a, like, that's the shit I wanted to rant about. <laughs> I need a minute with the, the, the Devontae Booker. I actually, I like the Booker move, but whatever. <laughs> that's that's it. I'm wrong because I call him Booker T now. It's a wrap. <laughs> You have one running back on the roster, and if you're offended by the fact that we we got we paid him two million dollars, two and a half. Um, I got, I got, I got, I got, news. <laughs> I got news. They're he's not going to be the only one that they 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 do that for. There's going to be a couple of other guys. We need to have four or five running backs on this team <laughs> yeah, to go well, into camp. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't not, say much for the boy Walker, there, right? What happened? I said, well, we need to have many running backs on the team. That's not saying much for our boy Barkley, right? Because, I mean, listen, I understand he can't no, have 500 no. carries, but still. You can't have, have like, you, three. You you can't. No, the, bro, they're, all they're there for is because you need to have 95 men on your roster for the for the offseason. That's all That's all it is. You're not going to have just Saquon. You're going to have four or five guys that are going to be taking snaps. You're going to get a couple of UDFAs. You might draft somebody late, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. And you're going to have a couple of veterans in there. That's just what an NFL locker room looks like. Yeah, but I hit it. Uh, salary cap $2 million, uh, $200 million, like $185 million. You're talking about, you know, 0.1.2% of the cap. It's nothing. Yeah, I want to know what, but I, I do want to know quickly what, what the fuck is, what the press was doing out in Vegas or, or what that organization was doing. The fact that they paid Nelson Aguilar the veteran minimum of like 900000 and then your boy book a T now, that 900000 these dudes got paid. Man, yo, that dude went to Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Booker T fucking deserves it, Jules. I don't give a shit what you say. Listen, my thing, like, you know you can't rely, rely is a key word here, on a rookie running back to be. I agree. Right, to learn the playbook, to understand the schemes, to be a great blocker. I mean, sure, you could kind of scout it and see if they could be a great blocker, but you never know where the blitz pickups might come. You have to learn your fucking assignments, you know? You think we're gonna get lucky by drafting like you know back in 2007 when we drafted Ahmad Bradshaw where he came in and you know don't forget we had Brandon Jacobs we had Ruben Drones at the time so you know we had guys we had veteran presence and that's what we fucking needed so don't you know don't you can't look at it that way you know who else like would you want besides Booker like it's only six million dollars like who gives a fuck like well, it you really mean it matter you really mean to tell me Wayne Gallman who actually knows the system was in there was a fan favorite. Booker T is first. Don't want to come back. back, Jules. Jules. Wayne Gallman did not want to come back. If Wayne, got, like, listen, remember when fucking Barkley went out? We had to go get Freeman, right? To fucking yeah. some Wayne Gallman's like, wait, why not me? Then we had to go fucking get Alfred fucking Morris. You know, All hey, right. Gallman's like, why not me? Like, I think he felt like a little bit tight, even though he wasn't gonna say it. He probably wanted out, maybe to prove himself. But if you look, I love like, listen, I love Gallman, but if you look at him, he's kind of like a small type running back too, like. When he kind of like he hit a couple holes, he got deep, but he there's a couple of plays where he could have like taken it to the house and he didn't. That's he what concerns me. That's why yeah. I kind of like Booker in the way because I think he can he has the potential more to take it to the house and read like you know the safeties coming over, 
thrown the you know taking you know maybe different angles or whatever. But that was my whole point. Like on when I posted that my position on that on on Giants Bro, I get a lot of heat, like not just from you, Jules, but from <laughs> like a lot of fucking people coming after me about that. So I put that in. Like the keyword is rely, right? So then, like you know, Justin uh, Penick from Hawking um, Giants. Right, so, right, like, right, right, right. He came at the Giants brawl like pretty much at me. He's like, "Yeah, Giants, made, <laughs> Giants made a big mistake by letting Saquon start in 2018. Should have let him sit for a year to get experience." I'm like, "I'm like, all right, Justin, don't be a fucking dick. You get my fucking point when I'm saying don't rely on it because Barkley. Let's let's face it. I love Barkley. We all love Barkley, but let's face it." He's not the fucking best blocker in the NFL. Remember his rookie no. year? It was a fucking major fucking problem that he couldn't yeah. fucking block. Yeah. Like, did Seriously. people forget about that? Like, you know, really quick. You know, so Justin, like, hey, you know, do a little research. I know you do like tons of shit for your for your podcast, but yo, step up, man. Come on and fucking debate me about that shit. But then, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, other guys just came on me fucking like real fucking nasty. That they were saying I should like, you know, quit Twitter, all that shit. I'm like, yo, like, I mean, come meet me in the parking lot or something, fucking boys. Like, what are you fucking doing? You know, you fucking idiots. Yo, you know what that is, right, Mike? They're just jealous of the show. Right? They wish that their, their shows were just as good or as funny or as popular as Giants Brawl is, right? And they always got to sit there and be these super analytical guys that have to come there and sit there and be like, well, back in 2019, he had 17% of the time on the plays. He tackled 45 guys. Like, who gives a fuck, dude? <laughs> like, yo, you want me to go fucking Google it and write, write all that shit out? I could do that shit too. Matter of fact, we'll tell you, say, look, Google this for extra stats. Like, I mean, come on, bro. But this like, uh, and then I do notice though, when they do try to talk shit, they never fucking have anything good to say. <laughs> they really don't. They get weak quick with their shit comebacks. You know, once in a while, I'll engage somebody for more than like one or two tweets where I'm like, oh, this guy's actually got something. Okay, cool. He could debate. Can like, that's why they'll never come on though. And that, that's definitely a shout out to the other guys that listen in the industry come on and debate any one of us at any time all right please we love this type of shit we'll put it out there especially with all you gentlemen haters even though i'm kind of like in between but like i do point out when he does fuck up so everybody does notice right yeah you sure do <laughs> book a tea baby okay like, like wait, come on man it's, it's chump change man six million like only two and a half million come on man like oh, oh this other guy fucking comes on fucking social media comes after dj danny dimes he calls himself right oh He's god like, yeah, so I say it's chump change, right? That fucking thing that 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 Booker got. So he comes at me, he's like, "Oh, it definitely does, you idiot, stupid fucking idiot." Not a single thud, single thing is good about Booker on the Giants, you stupid dumb idiot, dude. I tweet at him, I'm like, like, this is me, Mike Trainer, MFT. Like, if you want, just fucking watch your mouth, man. Like, yeah, these people just come out like these fucking. Keyboard fucking bitches hide behind their fucking computer, man. Just come out and say it in fucking person if you want to fucking say that derogatory shit. I love debating. I love going at people. You know, it's fun. But to come out with that fucking derogatory shit, like, how old are you? Like, okay. you know, are you 12? I think I, I, think like, I, I saw that. And I responded back to it. I'm like, yo, it sounds like nothing's good in your life. <laughs> I'm reading that tweet right now. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, yo, this ain't fucking good. No, I'm fucking die, 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 die. Like, all right, bro. Like, yo, man. Like, I don't know. Like, you've been quarantined for too long or some shit? Like, what's a porno with something? I don't know. Jerk off. Maybe you'd be better off. Who the fuck knows? Like, <laughs> yeah, they get bent. They get fucking bent. Like, it's great. <laughs> Yeah, like, like you know, like, like you, like you, you just insulted someone's kid or some shit. And the dude's like, got to defend. They're like, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know, it, it is ridiculous. But that's 
just a fucking like like quarter piece example of how insane the fucking the, the Twitter world went over those fucking the last like 24, 48 hours. Like it was literally that fucking insane. And now you're stepping back and looking at the bigger picture. The true comment is kind of what I said. Like, yo, it just it puts us out a little bit of thin ice because I feel, at least as a fan, pressure that we should get one of those three receivers. And I'm not a fan of Curtis Samuel, but like, damn, if we have to, and I'm definitely not a fan of Juju. All right, because to me, and I even tweeted this out last night, Juju reminds me of Odell Beckham 2.0, but young Odell, and he's not even as talented. Like, I don't give a shit, man. Healthy, those two guys head-to-head, Odell was way more talented than he is. I don't give a fuck. I'll say that. Now in their careers, it might be a little different. And, you know, the difference here also will be is if Juju can stay healthy, right? So if he, if he like, could give you, like, a, another solid four season of being a top 10 receiver on another team, hopefully – but if he does that, he matures a little bit, realizes that he was turning into a little bit too much of a punk in, in Pittsburgh. I mean, don't forget, this guy was supposed to be the takeover for Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? And, and then they went and they got Devontae Johnson to help him so that he wouldn't be dealing with what Antonio Brown had to deal with for years, being just the one guy there. And they do that. And then they still aren't happy with Juju. Ben gets hurt. He must have been talking a lot of shit during that offseason two years ago. And then also they go out and get Chase Claypool, who's another top name and receiver. The fuck yeah, Pittsburgh don't need you anymore, bro. They went, they fucking drafted two nasty receivers. You're like, bye. So that tells you something. That's an organization that's been tied to the Giants, been tied to the league for many years. They're not big on Juju. Why the fuck would we be, right? And that now puts all the pressure to get Kenny Galladay or we might have fucking a bunch of guys just running deep all week, all, all year. That might be fine. That might be fun, but like I, I truly believe like that the Giants still get Kenny Galladay. I mean, listen, if we sign Juju, I mean, I'm still gonna root for the guy. I'm still gonna love him and hope for the fucking best. But it's not my number one choice, you know, for for obvious reasons, like you said, like you pointed out. What, what, what are those candies like? Juju beads, Juju beans, right? Right, was it that candy back in the day? What was it? Juju bees, I think. Juju bees, right? Bro, I I swear I'll be out there to fucking in Venezuela waiting for him to go to his college and start throwing them shits out. Fuck you, Juju. (laughs) Juju bees. I think the last time I remember seeing Juju bees was like an episode of Seinfeld where they (laughs) perform a surgery and he dropped a Juju bee in the fucking guys like. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, like I said, he just reminds me too much, too much of, of old Dell back in the day with the immaturity. Sure, there's talent there. You know, he, he would be an upgrade over any of the receivers we currently have on the roster, especially John Ross. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but like, like I said, he really put a spotlight on this whole situation because even if we end up with Curtis Samuel, I'm still thinking we're going to probably take a receiver in the second, third round, possibly. You know, there's some big names out there. Look, there's another big name, and obviously, as we get closer, you know, a guy that I wouldn't mind, and I would definitely like him over Waddle, is Rashad Bateman. It's just that taking him at 11 is just way too soon, and Gettleman doesn't trade down, and then it's the best player out there. Da, 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 da. I mean, look, we, you know, in a perfect world, we can get Kenny Galladay, and then maybe, you know, uh, Patrick Sertain or Khalib or one of those guys are there at corner, right? And now yeah. we, we answer that CB2 spot. Yeah. Yeah, you know I, I, that I could definitely see happening, especially if uh, if our boy over here is right and is going to be fucking seventy five quarterbacks drafted in the first round. But you know, <laughs> dude, uh, yo, yo, Pat, yo, Patrick Sertain, man, he might be there at number eleven for us. That's Remember, a reality. Yeah, I, I, we mentioned to him, we mentioned about him like three months ago when we first started talking about the draft. Like, yeah, that he might solidify that other end. Yeah, that defense might be sick if we get him too, man. That's dude, why, we, like, we gotta, we, yeah, we fix the offensive free agency. 
and he's the target, dude, I'll be more than fucking happy about him. Yeah. And and that's a reality. See, and that, that's where I don't mind it. You know, that, that's where my concern came in was because shit, if we don't get that dude though, now all the pressure's on us again, you know? And in all honesty, I would love to trade back so maybe we can get a kid like Bateman, right? And, and then I would feel a little bit more comfortable with what we have because then we have all these speedster guys and we have one big kind of possession type receiver. Perfect. And you can have, you know, you have Shepard, you know, being more that, that you know, uh, catches the ball, catches the ball. Evan Ingram isn't double teamed anymore, hopefully. And, uh, you know, it, it right. opens things up, you know. And like I said, you know, Dante Pettis, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're not seeing anything in him. I don't know. Maybe the kid's done. Maybe it was a bad pick from the 49ers. And, and you know, we just got him. But he's a name that's going to be there. You know, I, I, th- I could see him and, and Ross sort of fighting for that fourth spot, the fourth wide receiver spot. So, you know, we'll see. Depending on how the draft goes and everything else. That kid's fast. Yeah, ain't John, ain't one of them going to be like a kick or a punt returner? Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, Is that going to happen? Like, it's got to be a teamer. Yeah, I think I think some more Pettis at this point, you know, especially that they went out and signed John Ross. I mean, I know the Bengals were big on him, but he just he never amounted. He didn't he didn't come come clean with it. And that, no, yeah, they, they, didn't have shit. they didn't have shit at quarterback. Right. Well, that's true too. I yeah. mean, but listen, but but still, Tyler Boyd was still putting up better numbers dur- during that time frame. You know, they bring in yeah, T. Higgins and he looked great. That's why when I saw all the nonsense and these, they were like, "Oh, he's they're gonna take Jamar Chase if he's still there." Like what? If the Bengals took Jamar Chase, they deserve to be picking in the top five every fucking year, right? You have receivers. You need to build that old line for the young guys you got on that fucking team, but whatever. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I mean. You know, we kept saying it because if, if let's say five quarterbacks or four quarterbacks go in the top 10 now, you're going to have possibly two old linemen. That's six picks already. We haven't even taken any of the three receivers. We didn't take the two corners. We didn't take Mika Parsons. Like, yeah. <laughs> got to get They're down. dropping. They're dropping to us. I know. Yeah, I, listen, I like that. I, I'm telling you. And then, you know, I have people that are arguing that, that they think Waddle's better than Devontae Smith. Bring that. You know what? Bring that fucking bet to me. I'll take that bet for charity with anyone out there that wants to bring that one to me. Who will be better, Waddle or, or Devontae Smith? Granted, I, I, I'm, I'm saying a lot right now because my fucking luck, one dude will end up there in like fucking like Carolina with nobody throwing the ball except for Teddy Bridgewater or some shit. Right, right. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, like where it's like, right. oh, wait, wait, wait. I end up in fucking Denver where they already got Jerry Judy and the other dude. Like, nah, man, <laughs> like, this is bullshit. Wasted talent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jerry Judy was sitting there and the coaches here, like, yo, that dude's nasty draft though. Like, who's going to throw the ball? You? All right. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But you know what? Speaking of which, you can still, what is it with the DraftKings, man? Go on there. I know, I know. look, that's something to kind of look at. It's going to be fun to make some additional bets for, for the DraftKings uh, with, with, the, with the whole draft coming up, which is, you know, we're getting close, man. It's like six weeks away now. So, you know, we're going to get to that point in time where – we are still very, very much so looking into doing a live broadcast from one of the bars in New York City on that on the 29th of April, that Thursday night. Come down, join us for that first round, all right? You know what? We'll even probably be throwing out, if we do this and we can do it, you know, COVID is still sort of a kind of restriction. Things are opening up here in New York City, but they're not. 
as open as they would like, you know, people would like it to be. And, you know, people still get a little nervous with crowds. So we understand that, but we are tossing the idea around and we'd really like to do that and have a little fun with the draft. And you know what, you know, Mike and I'll definitely be betting on some of these fucking prop bets with DraftKings. <laughs> Boy, I mean, we'll, we'll do it to our friend in Jersey, of course. Right, right. I mean, yeah. Now I'll put those fucking uh, bets in before we fucking arrive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, DraftKings, like, look, put that bet in, man. All the quarterbacks going to go, like, first, like, seven picks. You know, where's, you know, Lance going to go? Like, you can always bet that shit on DraftKings. But you could also bet the March Madness because it's March and college basketball is heating up. Thanks to our partnership with DraftKings, now you can take the best shot at building a winning bracket for your share of up to $2 million. That's right, $2 million in cash prizes. prizes. Users can enter the $2 million championship series bracket that pays out close to $1 million. In addition, winning the March Mania bracket challenge gets you more than $1 million so you can earn your spot in the DraftKings championship series as well. That's crazy, man. Just fucking, just go in there, man. Just fucking do it, man. Everybody bets on that shit. No one knows who's going to win. I mean, look, don't be stupid and just bet like on a 16 just to bet on a 16 seed over a one. But, you know, it happens. Listen, twos be 15s all the time. This is a crazy year. Put a little money on Iona and Rick Pitino. Fuck it. <laughs> just go to DraftKings.com slash March. And they got all types of prop bets for that type of shit, man. And, and like that, that's where that's where it'll be fun. Like I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the prop bets for for the draft as we actually get into the month of April. But for now, your bracket isn't supposed to be perfect. But with Manscaped performance package, you can be confident your nose, ears, <clears throat> and ball pubes are okay. <laughs> the Manscaped performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and number one overall seed this season. Manscaped, we've been telling you guys about this since the season. Go get one. We all have. It's worth it. You know, go on the site. Check it out. They have all different types of other things. Manscaped, definitely. Your your balls ain't going to feel fucking more better than fucking using these fucking products. Let me tell you. (laughs) It's true, man. Like, I don't even like it. It's one time where I'm, like, sitting here. I'm like, yeah, no, I fucking use the thing. It works. Like, you know, you trim up a few areas, uh, like, on your body. It's great, man. Dude, even even the boxers are fucking comfortable. They're fucking nice, you know. We fucking use them to bring... You know, fucking awareness to testicular cancer or whatever. I think that's how I pronounce that fucking word. I'm bad at pronouncing. <laughs> so fucking yeah, go fucking do that, man. Fucking manscape, man. You get fucking like nice fucking packages. You know, pun intended. Fucking get on there. <laughs> Let's go. But speaking of free agency, one thing that kind of cracked me up <clears throat> is that you know the guys over at Washington brawl. Everybody, like, oh, oh no. we're a quarterback away, bro. Well, I guess you guys went and got your fucking quarterback and Fitz Magic. <laughs> Fitz Magic has not taken anyone to the promised land, but apparently he's going to take the team from Washington now. I doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> he's, good for like, he's good for like six games a fucking year. Bro, that guy's played for more fucking teams than anybody in the history of football. <laughs> I think with the eight through 19 that he's played for. I mean, good for him, man. He's gonna have some. He's gonna be able to write some fucking story one day. Oh hell yeah! yeah he's smart about it. He definitely will. He's got but, mad locker room stories and shit, man. To fucking spit out. Every, still, probably almost every single player in the, in the entire NFL. <laughs> in one yeah, way. He's like, yo, Tom Brady ain't got shit on me. <laughs> no, no. he's been around for like what? He's been he's been in the league for what? Thirteen, fourteen years at this point. Yeah, Something like, like that. Forever. I don't know the exact number, but it's you know, definitely lot, it's definitely in the teens at the least. He's like <laughs> he's like the guy that almost had the shot to start for a full year for a team, be the man, but he's like not quite. 
Like he's yeah. good for like 13 touchdowns next year for Washington, but also like 13 picks. <laughs> so what are you <laughs> fucking getting? You know. He'll, he'll probably get up to 20. He'll probably be like 2020 guy. Like, it's not, it's not baseball with stolen bases and home runs, but you know what? It's essentially in fucking touchdowns. 2020 guy. 2020 <laughs> His fucking, like, his competition is like Tyler Hankey or some shit, whatever his fucking oh, name yeah, is. Hankey is yeah, Listen, this kind of goes back to because look, I know I haven't seen Dak step on a fucking field as of yet. No, oh, it's an ankle. Okay, all right, you come back from that shit. Bro, one of us gets a fucking ankle injury like that, we're probably out till fucking 2022 or some shit. But also, <laughs> this dude's going to come back and play at the high level of the NFL and play as well as he was playing before the whole injury happened. Good luck, Cowboys. I can still say it as today, with day before St. Patty's Day, because I was looking at Mike Shamrock on his hat. Literally, <laughs> we still have the best quarterback in the NFC East. Bang, I'll say that shit. As of today, we still do, okay? Dak is still hurt. You're going to tell me Ryan Fitzpatrick is fucking better? Jalen Hurt? Come on, bro. Is that something to be happy about there, right? We, we definitely, I definitely would go that far saying that shit. <laughs> People be talking about Daniel Jones being the best quarterback in the NFC East, regardless if Dak is playing well or not. Well, like I said, that's the only argument that can get thrown back at us at this point. And you know what? My man ain't healthy. So until I see him throw a football in an actual game, man, we got the best one right now. And then we bring in Kenny Galladay and we got John Ross and Booker T. Forget it. We're loaded. <laughs> yeah, we might be loaded on offense, man. We, we also signed a fucking fullback. Let's not forget about our fullback. That's fair. All right. That is fair. Colin, yeah. You know, Colin, I mean, his last name is Galakaspespia or whatever. Like, I'm not the best, the best at pronouncing, but he's better than Eli fucking Penny, I bet. <laughs> I mean, he's six foot two, 235 pounders. You know, he's from Houston. He had that connection with uh, Joe Judge. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Definitely we'll see what happens. I mean, look. I wouldn't mind, bro, seeing a fucking fullback playing, playing uh, offensive snaps. Like a legitimate fullback knocking people because what what was Saquon's biggest problem, which I think is going to be solved just by virtue of the offensive line being much better uh, at run blocking with the guys that we have now versus in 2018 2019. But Saquon's biggest problem was that he was getting hit behind the line of scrimmage, you know, at you know whatever the crazy rate was that led the NFL. Blah blah blah. Now imagine you have a, a legitimate fullback in there to pop that first guy and set Saquon free. That's how you. That's how you end up turning a negative three yard run into an eight yard run or a fucking ad yard run. No, listen. Yeah. And, you know what? What'll kind of ease a little bit more attention is what I would hope by the time everyone's really listening to this podcast and, and we have it out there that we 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 restructure Nate Solder, right? That that'll help, right? It'll also ease a little more attention. Say, all right, this is why this guy's been on the team. This is why we did this, and now all of a sudden you see this extra money. You almost feel it like, all right, that's it. Galladay's got to be coming. Or, or uh, I already told you reasons why I don't like Juju. Curtis Samuel, I don't know, man. Listen, Curtis Samuel had years to wow me. I'm not wowed. Fuck it. I said it. That's my beef for Curtis Samuel. He could do that. Like, you know, it's weird. Like, with him, like, yeah, I mean, we haven't really seen that, like, receiver-type plays in him because he had, like, Cam with a bum shoulder throwing the ball. Yeah, Teddy Bridge, like, last year, throwing him, him the rock. But he did, like, a lot of nice, like, little screen passes where he caught, like, screen passes for, like, touchdowns. So he has, like, different playability in him. But he looks, like, to me, like the same player, like a John Ross. So it's like, you know, like, right? So, like, you said it. Like, why like why go and double dip in the same area? Like, I want a number one guy like Kenny Galladay, which obviously is not going to, you know, collect that much more money and, you know, with that Leonard Williams, you know, cap, we have the room to go get him. So, 
Maybe it only takes like a couple more days for him to shop around or look for better deals, but I think we're going to get him. Right, look, I wonder what Giants Twitter is going to say when fucking if if the Giants do sign him. Oh, they're going oh, to be fucking going crazy. They're going to be like, oh, this is like you want the Super Bowl. Judge. <laughs> Dude, it's, just it's, it's, no, they're going to they're going to give the compliments to Joe Judge. That's what's going to happen. Like I'm reading it on Twitter. Yeah. Fitty Smalls, like at Fitty Smalls, she tweeted, if you like the move, equals Judge. If you hate the move, equals DG, you know, Dave Gettleman. So that's, right. that's basically like what it's come down to now. Like right. you can't you can't hate on Dave Gunnerman anymore if you do like Joe Judge because they're all in it together, like I said earlier. So you gotta give the benefit of doubt to these guys making the right decisions for this fucking football team. I think they know a little bit more than just like the casual fan and these fucking media types that just make up fucking stories like they did today with the whole Leonard Williams holding the Giants hostage. So don't <laughs> fucking, don't believe don't believe in all that fucking BS that you're getting fed because that's that's the narrative they're fucking pushing. Like, don't you don't you understand? That's you know people push narratives that gets the clickbait. That's what it is, man. You don't want to fucking that's believe. That's the business it, they're in. That's literally the business they're in. They like, I kind of say you know, something here though because that's quite exactly. often on our inner circle, I'm criticized for not predicting anything. So I'm gonna have to fucking start time stamping things. All right, and then going back to previous shows. Because I think way back, I don't know, maybe fucking sometime in October, November of last year, I basically said, look, we went this far. There's no reason to go and fire fucking Gettleman. You just brought in a whole new coaching staff. You don't want to just now bring in a GM and keep switching shit around every single year. And I said, look, guess what's going to happen? All the pressure is off of Joe Judge and on Dave fucking Gettleman. Oh, was that not a brilliant idea? Let the fucking old veteran fucking GM who's been in the fucking league for 100 years take all the fucking pressure because he's used to it. I don't even think he cares anymore. I don't even think it feeds into it anymore. Unless Kim Jones is coming at him. And even then, it still don't even bother him, right? (laughs) He's just like, I don't really give a fuck, bro. I'm ready to fucking retire. I got my 401k set. I'm good, bro. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? And look, it literally takes him all. That fucking tweet says it all. All right? Literally. You like the move? Joe Judge did that shit, baby. You don't like it? Fuck you, Gellerman. <laughs> it's done. It's absolutely done for the whole rest of the 2021 season. Dude, that's exactly what I tweeted on Giants Brawl. John, like, real quick. I, I tweeted on Giants Brawl. Like, like uh, are you guys, like, not going to jump off the bridge? Is everybody okay now? Is everybody feeling fucking better that we fucking You're signed right. Leonard Williams, that we fucking signed John Ross? Everybody fucking liking the moves? Like, yeah, you guys need to fucking chill. Now we got a little bit of fucking money. We could get Kenny Galladay if we want. Just fucking relax, man. Let it fucking play out before you give yourselves fucking heart attacks. <laughs> Right. So these people just must be so used to taking L's in real life, like whatever they do for work. <laughs> they must just be so used to swallowing L's that they just think that every possible thing that could happen, good, bad, or indifferent, is going to be an L anyway. So that's just their their like natural reaction is to be absurdly negative. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, maybe sales and have to fucking close people every single day of my life, so I get W's and L's every single day. I'm just used to the difference. Uh, I don't know. But that's what must be. How I mean, like, how could how could you look at every possible piece of information from a negative perspective? Like, you have to look at a like, cup half full, cup half empty. We have no control over what's going to and what's not going to, and what's going to happen. We have no control over any of that stuff. So all all you have is what you what you how you want to perceive whatever it is. 
And that goes with any situation in life. You can choose to look at the, the good in it or the bad in it. And then you can your emotions are tied to whatever that is. All right, so if we're looking at the good in it, it's Joe Judge. We're looking at the bad in it, it's Dave Gallivan. That's how you got to look at your day moving forward, Giants fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a ticket on your car? Fuck it, Dave Gallivan. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. hey, somebody bought me a fucking drink in a bar. Thank you, Joe Judge. <laughs> it makes, it makes, yo, yo, it is. It's like the devil and the angel, man, on each fucking shoulder, man. It's Gettleman on one side, Joe Judge on the other, man. Yo, oh, that's it, man. We got it. Like, hey, look, we, we got we to patent that shit. You heard that shit. Shitty on Giants Brawl first, all right? <laughs> it's going to be like the good devil, the bad devil on your shoulder. Gellum is the bad guy. Joe Jones the good one. That's how you're going to fucking see it. I'm sure there's going to be memes following this. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to, yo, Jules, fucking develop, develop a fucking meme where you put fucking the horns on fucking Gellum and like, put the yeah. wings on fucking Judge, man. Make that fucking picture happen, man. Somebody out like, there that listens to the podcast, just send us a picture of that. Please. Yeah, for all real. Right. Like, please put that shit on Facebook, anything, Instagram, one of those fucking things. Please, if you can help us with that one. <laughs> I said something out related to that shit because literally that's how people are going to be looking. He's, he makes a pick with the 11th pick overall. I don't know. So-and-so from whatever college. Yeah, I don't know if I like this pick. I don't know. Let me see what he's like in the preseason. Oh, that pick was solid. Joe Jones, way to go, baby. Second yeah, round yeah. pick from whatever college. You know what? That pick sucked, dude. Fucking gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's like that. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to be dead serious right now. All jokes aside, people hate Dave Gettleman. Because he traded Odell Beckham Jr. That's all it comes down to. Because I never heard the heat before this. Until I remember it. Odell Beckham. I, I, I don't remember before the Odell I Beckham did. trade. I remember exactly. everything after the fact. No. From, from almost from within the first couple of months of him being here, he rubbed the media the wrong way. And almost every single one of them went out of their way to fucking write all these fucking slander pieces on That's Dave true. Gettleman. And because 80% of people are fucking sheep, they read the headlines, and then that was gospel. And that's the reason why today most Giants fans hate Dave Gettleman, because the media told them that they're supposed to, and because they choose to look at everything from a negative fucking perspective, there's just nothing to be positive. And they literally lie to themselves. Like, they literally lie to themselves. Just, just so they could create and keep the same fantasy that they have in their fucking head, that they enjoy the nightmare of a team that sucks. That's that's so true. Media fucking lies, man. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. Make news, bro. <laughs> it's not, it's not, bro but all, but the, the media, because he calls him fucking kid, and he's he's like playful with them and kind of talks down to him a little bit. Remember, he, they said, "Oh, check, you know, you can just take a look at my resume. I've been to seven Super Bowls." They fucking hated that shit because each one of them knew that they would never, ever, 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 ever be in that position in their life. And they fucking hated him because he rubbed, his, rubbed their fucking noses in his past glory. And he knows, and any of the smart Giants fans know, that that team is going right in that same fucking direction. And all those same assholes that have been sitting here for three and a half years, four years, talking shit on Dave Gettleman every time the guy wipes his fucking ass they're going to be have to write in these glow pieces, these fucking waxing poetic about, wow, Saquon might hit 2,000 yards rushing. He's going to have over 20 touchdowns. Wow, Daniel Jones looks like a franchise quarterback. Wow, the Giants went from having Eli Manning for 16 years, and now with not even having a trade up in the draft, we're able to land Eli 2.0. He's got legs, and all of a sudden he's a franchise quarterback. And look how good – and look at all these fucking articles are going to have to be written. And they all know what's going to happen, so that's why they're going extra hard the last year or so. That's so true, man. That's so true, man. <laughs> the media is all, you know, they really, they really are against him. I mean, you, you see with Kim Jones, 
You know, you've seen it firsthand. I mean, she's just not the only one. You're right. All these pieces came no. out. I don't know about you guys, but when, but when I was 20 years old and a guy was like 70, called me a kid, I, I deserve to be called a fucking kid. That's what I am, right? Like, it, you know, and even if he was using it when you get a little older, shit, if he call me a kid now, I still have a kid to you. Fine. I ain't got no problem with that. Like, you know, <laughs> like, it's not like he's 32 being like, oh, this kid over here, that kid over there, like he's from the streets or some shit. Like, he's saying it like because he looks at them as like his kid, like it's his family or something. Like, you know, like, I, I can't. They, they, you, you know, you can literally say one thing and have it twisted and, and have 45 different opinions on the one thing and the way it was said and how it was said with anything. You know what I mean? So, like, you could take something like a kid and it's like, oh, he, he's talking like he's from the street. He's talking like he's this. He's talking down to them. And then you can take it the way I just said it. Like, y'all, dude, it's, it's like respect. Yeah, yeah, I love this kid. He's like my own, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know how coaches fucking say that shit? Come on, get over that nonsense. Yeah, get over it is right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's what I'm saying. Look, this this definitely should be an eventful rest of the week. All right, like, I, I like there's gonna be other moves, right? Like, like you guys were saying before, what happens when that Kenny Galladay like contract drops? Whether it's on the Giants or it's fucking Miami or whatever the hell else he ends up, you know, that shit's gonna explode, right? Like I said, if we, we end up with like a Kurt. Let's say we just imagine we jump out and the first guy we get is Curtis Samuel. Could you imagine how this shit would explode at that point? Like, oh, giant Juju and Gallon or something. But Giants, man, come to a deal with Curtis Samuel. Like, bro, I might throw my fucking phone. You guys got to talk me off the ledge. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I'm like, yo, this shit better be cheaper. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> See, these are the things I'm talking yeah. about the thin ice and, and what worry me. It's not so much the other moves. Number in the book now, right? It's what he does now. All right. I don't want to look. I'm still a fan, and I'm going to put it out there. Like, I like Hassan Reddick. I don't give a shit. So if you told me this today, that look, I know it's a little too much to ask. It might be a little tall order. But let's say we don't get that wide receiver free agent. We get Hassan Reddick in place. And now with that 11th pick, you're telling me I could get, like, Devontae Smith or something, right? I'm okay with that, dude. I know you guys. Or maybe even Kyle Pitts. I might even accept that scenario there with Kyle Pitts, too. I don't know. They have room. They have room to get. You know Kenny Galladay and Hassan Reddick if they want. Ah, uh, I think that's cutting that, tight, man. You still got to have room for these guys when you draft them too. No, no, yeah, of course it's going to cut and tight. But don't forget, we haven't restructured Nate Soldier's contract yet. Right. We haven't extended guys like maybe an Evan Ingram, maybe a Peppers, where we could alleviate more cap. Peppers. Obviously, Leonard sure. Williams took a big fucking cap for the for year one, so we could go after these free agents to, to make that happen, to work that in the fucking cap, because you know the cap's going to explode after you know this coming season. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. You always, you always ain't dealing with this shit again. <laughs> no, for real. And then even even if you look at the Leonard Williams fucking sign, like, it's guaranteed for two years, but his third-year deal is not guaranteed. So if he shits to bed after fucking two seasons, he's gone off the books. No dead money, no nothing. You know right. what I mean? So, right, like, right, right, right. We're doing the fucking right thing. We're, we have no long-term fucking contracts lined up. So we're we're okay. We're in good shape. So I'm telling you, mate, if they do get Kenny Galladay and Asan Reddick, for the outside, for that edge rusher, and with fucking you know Carter coming back and X Men coming back, yo, watch out, man. We don't need that much. No, bro. Yeah, if we, we need the right we, pieces. If, exactly. If they, if Joe Judge and the front office, if the coaching staff in the front office think that those two are the right guys, bro, them those guys playing into their potential with the rest of the guys on this team, that is an absolute playoff caliber roster, and. I don't think there's going to be many Giants fans that are going to question whether or not we have a playoff caliber coaching staff. Okay, I know you don't like Jason Garrett's scheme. Let's see what Saquon and Kenny Galladay look like in that scheme. 
and with a better offensive line. Let's see what happens there. Let's see if you still hate Jason Garrett, if they're the 12th best offense and the 8th best defense. Uh, well, let's see. I think we all have confidence in, in the coaching staff. And you get those two guys in, in there, dude, you have wide receiver one. You have a good two, three, four wide receiver. You have a good uh, uh, epic fucking running back. You have a, a decent maybe backup running back, decent offensive line that's young that's going to be building together. You have an awesome pass rusher, Leonard Williams, Hassan Reddick. Carter's going to come back. Hopefully, he's going to be better. Then you have Blake Martinez. You have, hopefully, Tay Crowder's going to be as good as he was. Then you got Brad Brown on the outside. You have one of the best safety groups in the entire league. I mean, you have literal, you have talent every single spot on this fucking roster. Respect yeah. the ghetto god. You call yourself fans? Well, that's, well no, he, on, he, he's the, he's the guy on. from Down Under, right? Since we established that earlier. <laughs> he's the ghetto Down Under guy. <laughs> these fans these fans need to stop fucking bitching, man. Get on fucking board. You call yourself well, Giants fan? Stop bitching. I mean, everybody does forget. I mean, mistake me if I'm wrong. Wasn't, wasn't Jason Garrett on the Cowboys as the head coach a couple of seasons ago? When so. they got Amari Cooper and, and Zeke, and Cooper had like one of his best offensive statistical seasons. Just right. saying, all right. Granted, I understand they had they had a couple of the guys on that team, but for real, <laughs> you know, like funny how that works out, right? Know that, you know, there's a little bit of a difference when you have a guy like Cooper on the outside. And look, you know, no offense to Shepard, but we all know you gotta be real. He's a number two. That's it. He he could be yeah. a solid wide receiver too on your team. He's you know, that's it. That's what he is. And then you know, you, now you got Slayton doing what he does best, is running straight down the field. And now you got John Ross, and they're gonna compete for that spot, hopefully. <laughs> John, John, yo, John Ross gets separation downfield, man. Oh, Watch man. out. Watch out on that deep ball by Daniel Jones next year. I'm telling you. Daniel Jones for after the fantasy. <laughs> As a backup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jules is off the show now for <laughs> he's suspended. Hey, listen, I'm still saying the draft. How many quarterbacks are gonna have on your team? Man? You know, like Hey, listen, yeah. Andy Jones might be fucking, might be number number one quarterback next year in fantasy. Oh, but. boy. Oh, let boy. Me not, yeah, let me not say that, fantasy. man. That's, that should be a secret, man. I forgot who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like I said, look, I, I think I made the boldest prediction in that realm where I was basically so angry at Kyle Murray for whatever reason because I don't know, I just, I like hating on the dude. And I was like, yo, Daniel Jones got a better season than him. Ah, I can't believe I fucking said that. <laughs> but I think I did throw in like a little caution because I'll slide that in at the end where I'm like, but they need to put weapons around them, right? I can't have them throwing a fucking ball to John Ross again. Like, that dude, like that, that, ain't, that ain't quitting. He ain't going to beat that shit, all right? John Ross can't even start in Arizona. <laughs> I don't even think he's a three there. I think he's still a four there. I think fucking Larry Fitz is ahead of him. <laughs> Old man Fitz. Man, crazy. You know? Like, shit, man. It's crazy. But, I don't know, man. Like I said, that this week is going to be fun. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pumped. I'm hoping that. You know, we're able to find a spot and, like, do one of these things live when that draft comes on. Because, look, all you guys that are listening, every girls, guys, whatever, come on down as many as you can. You know, I have a few people reaching out on Facebook. They said if they, we got a spot they're in, you know, it, it could be fun, man. It would be a good way to get out. We could talk shit to one another. You know, you can come on the podcast, say hello, do a shout-out, whatever the fuck you want to do. You know, I, I, I definitely think that, that that'll be some uh, fun, man, for real. Uh, like, so, fingers crossed. Hopefully, hopefully this COVID shit lifts a little bit. You know, I'm not getting into the whole, if you want to get vaccinated or not vaccinated, that's on you. Do your thing. You know, wear a mask maybe, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Jules, before we go, can I mention one more thing? Why not? Steve Smith. Fuck Steve Smith. In the oh, Catholic I forgot Catholic. about that. That's okay. right. Just like, just, just fuck him, man. He bashed Gettleman on the NFL Network today saying Gettleman's afraid of drafting an alpha player and would rather sign a robot player that is less talented but will just follow orders. 
Does that fucking make any fucking sense? Like, Steve Smith, fuck you, man. You, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking moron. You're obviously fucking bitter towards the fucking guy. Fuck you, man. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> and, and and I'm sorry, like, Alpha Man, like, whatever. So Leonard Williams, is it? Yo, if I was Leonard Williams, bro, I just signed that deal. You talk that shit. Like, I'm like, let me show you how much of an alpha I am, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, for real. <laughs> you know? like, he probably would have been out. He's like, dude, I'll just smack you. Like, get out of here, Steve Smith. Like, you're a joke, bro. We're like, for real? <laughs> he got fucking more money than he ever fucking made in his fucking career. Fuck him. Yeah, I know, for real. Like, seriously. But, like, but you know, I, I guess there's that, that tension there, and they, they had a problem with one another. You know, I, I get it. But just a, just a stupid comment, for sure. You know, and not that, you know, side, whatever, bro. Like, wait, is he referring to himself as being an alpha receiver? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, is he? I, I mean, really? Like, I mean, dude, you were good. You were good. <laughs> yeah, maybe you weren't. Maybe you were a robot back then. Like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm like, I don't remember. Like, did, that, that's what broke you out of your shell. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> fuck that piece of shit. Come after fucking get him and fuck you. Let him fucking work, man. All the fucking narrative. You all fucking media members were wrong. Even you, Steve Smith, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's why you gotta follow the real news on fucking Giants, bro. We don't fake anything. Oh, yeah, we keep it real, right? We don't sit there and just Google stats and yell them at you all day long. We'll push it out there. We'll tell you the news, but you know you're catching it on Twitter and everywhere else anyway, so what's the difference, right? But we'll give it to you. We'll give you real opinions. We don't hold shit back, and we're not afraid to debate anybody. So if you want to, you can debate us individually. You know where you can find Mike at Mike Chain at MFT. You can find J uh John uh, John Depot uh, or J Depot. So I was, I was saying it right, man. And NYG yeah. slap parade because if that's what he yeah. likes to do when you come debate him, he likes to slap people around. I oh, I, yeah. I changed it four hundred times, but I, I've been stuck with uh you know at Jules Jules at Jules NYC one for a while now. <laughs> I didn't go change it anymore, oh. right? Like, you know, gotta worry about no Twitter jail, none of that shit, right? Exactly. And then, like I said, Facebook is definitely blowing up. Definitely hit the likes. Look, man, go on the Facebook page, hit the link. You know, if we do decide to and where we can host the, the draft and everything and have a show from there and have a little fun, you know, we're going to be posting shit on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all that kind of shit nonstop so everyone knows when and where and everything like that. So definitely make sure you're following and listening to the show. You know, we all, we all appreciate everything. But I think that wraps us up for this week, man. We're out. We'll see you next week, and hopefully it's as crazy as it was the last 48 hours. See you later. Peace.